Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And welcome to a new episode of The Simpsons Did It. I'm your host, Stephen Sklansky. And I'm your co-host, Robert Sklansky. And this week, we're talking horror again. And yep. as always, we bring back one of our favorite horror guests, Nick the Morg Morgan. What's up, guys? Good to be back. Absolutely. Thanks for coming on again. Man, oh, yeah. we're, we're already on We're already on number eight. How do you feel about that? I love it. We're, we're hitting some uh, great territory here. I mean, the next couple seasons, you guys have some great episodes to uh, go over. Oh yeah, I know. It, yeah, it, season season nine already. I mean, we've been doing this. We'll be coming up on. I think it's four years. Oh, so <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's... people always say three and four, but I I really do. I think eight through twelve is a, a really good uh, sweet spot. You know, yeah, for, yeah. for episodes. No, we've uh, this is uh this is number four already for season nine, and yeah, it's uh. I feel like it's a little bit earlier for Halloween. I feel like usually they have like five or six episodes before Halloween, but uh, this year uh, we'll get into the date that it recorded, but they were only around, you know, obviously because of uh, baseball on Fox, yes. they uh, kind of split the season up, the beginning of the season up for baseball, but it's around Halloween time. Obviously, as as you guys will listen to this, it'll be well after Halloween. It'll be oh, past yeah. Thanksgiving. <laughs> I think but, this might be uh, close to the new year. Halloween is every day. I don't know if you've uh, gotten the memo, <laughs> but uh, this isn't some kind of costume. It's a way of life. That's yeah. right. That's, That's right. So, uh, so Robert, why don't you kick us off and uh, all right? Tell uh, tell us about what we're listening to. What the, what the folks can uh, hear today? Okay, so this uh, week we are doing season nine, episode four. Treehouse of Horror 8, but not really Treehouse of Horror yet. Nope. No, no, uh, no, it's so fucking weird. We're <laughs> still calling it the Simpsons Halloween special. Yeah, it's so weird. I don't know. We'll have to, maybe next season is when they start calling it Treehouse of Horror. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to keep an eye on that. Uh, this aired uh, originally 10-26-1997, so five days before Halloween, which it's pretty good range. They usually air it mm-hmm. right around Halloween, sometimes a day I after. I thought you steak for dinner that day. Did you? <laughs> Did you remember that? No, no. Probably. 30, 30 years ago. 30 years ago. That's what you remember, Salisbury Steak Night? Uh, this you is 26. 26 oh, years ago. Whatever I was eating, it was out off of an ALF TV tray. I, I almost guarantee it. Nice. There you go. Nice. Um, so this week, uh, our opening sequence is a little different. Uh, we, have a man, we have a man it's sitting awesome. at a, what it is. It is great. <laughs> yeah. So we yep. have a man sitting at a desk reading a copy of the script to The Simpsons, episode 5F02, which is the production number for this episode. Um, yep. The nameplate on the desk reads Fox Sensor, <laughs> and he takes a black magic marker to pages. So he's reading, he goes, no, crosses something out. 
No. Crosses something else out. Eh, no. Crosses something <laughs> else out. He reads part of the script and starts laughing. <laughs> then he crosses that out. No. <laughs> and then uh, he turns the page and sees something and crosses it out too. And he goes, I think we can do without the crack pipe. Oh, hi. <laughs> As the Fox sensor, it's my job to protect you from reality. And thanks to my prudent editing, tonight's special Halloween show has been rating TVG. A TVG oh, logo appears in the upper left-hand <laughs> corner in the screen. And then the sensor continues. This means there will be no raunchy NBC-style sex or senseless CBS-style violence. So sit back and enjoy a night of worry-free. An arm with a sword appears out of the TVG logo. It stabs their sensor in the back. <laughs> It then turns to TVPG. It stabs the sensor again and turns into TV14. The sensor goes, what the fudge? It stabs the sensor in the back again and turns into TVMA, which is mature audiences only. And the sensor says, oh, for Pete's sake. And he gets stabbed again and it turns to TV21. And then he gets, uh, then he goes, Jiminy Christmas. And then finally, one last time, he gets stabbed again, and the uh, thing in the corner turns to TV 666. The sensor collapses on his desk. <laughs> and a wash in blood. He goes, darn it. Yep. Now, the yeah, funny thing great. about it is, is as, as we've talked to a few Simpsons uh, um, people who've worked on the Simpsons show, Fox censors actually left the Simpsons alone. Oh there's, yeah, no, they, they write about really, it books a lot. Yep, yeah, there was really That's only funny. one time. I can't. Bill Oakley told us about it. I can't remember what it was, but there was literally. Oh, it was the. Was it the Boston? It was the the during the Homer versus the Eighteenth Amendment where they blew something up. Oh and yeah, the Fox censors yep. were like, well, maybe we need to change this a little bit. I don't know if it's gonna play right. But overall, just overall. Yeah. The Fox censors left the Simpsons alone. Well, it, it was a mandate. Like basically, Simpsons made Fox. You know, like yeah. And, oh and, yeah. And, and, and so Rupert Bar- Murdoch was basically from the beginning was like, no, they know what's up. They're making us a shitload of money. Let they get it figured out. Because before then, they were throwing whatever they could at the. You know, do you remember the shows that were on Fox in the early Fox's like life? Like it was <laughs> the most bizarre. TV shows ever like they, they, they greenlit everything post nuke living in one house giant spiders robot you know all these crazy <laughs> shows like but the Simpsons were, were game busters for them like we, we can thank the Simpsons for Fox News basically because they they're, yeah. they're, uh, built the network but, I don't know how yeah, I feel about I, that oh I've always I've always read that like there was basically a director from up above that hey unless it's egregious they do what they want and they can even get away with mocking Fox oh <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, they've done it before. Yeah, so it's 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 it. I mean, it's funny that they went with this opening because obviously it's kind of that. Well, Fox will leave The Simpsons alone, but it's also a treehouse of horror. And Marge has warned us in the past, and Homer's warned us in the past, and Bart's warned us in the past. So now the Fox censor <laughs> is warning us that yeah. uh, this shit's too bad. And then his uh, his blood does like you know, drip down the desk and uh, mm-hmm. it turns, it says the Simpsons Halloween special eight. Yep. Yeah. So it's still not the tree house of horror. Although I think at this point, everybody called it, I don't know where the tree house of horror name 
came from then. Yeah, it's really weird. If you're already nine seasons in and you're calling it the Simpsons Halloween special. Well, is there, did... there one the one episode where Bart is telling the, the stories in the treehouse? Oh, like, you know, remember, maybe. I think that's, yeah. that's when it starts because they're like doing a seance or. or but that's in the first in- ever one. But that's right. That's, that's what I'm saying. I, I think so, that's what, you know, where the name comes from. Maybe. maybe. Yeah, I guess we'll have to find out what season they finally switched over. But then yeah. I always make this ar- I always make this argument. So we're on Simpsons Tree Treehouse, you know, tr- or sorry, Simpson Halloween Special Seven or Eight, and then all of a sudden it becomes Treehouse of Horror Ten. But why why wouldn't it be Treehouse of Horror One? You just can't right. change the name and continue the number line. That's not how that works. If you change the name, it's got to start over. Yeah, right. I do yeah, like how they I mean, always incorporate into the credits, um, you know, like blood spilling or pumpkin knocking over, acid night and spilling the title sequence. You know, they, yep. they tend to do that yeah. quite a lot. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so our recap. Um, so the, just to recap all the three stories they're going to tell, uh, we got Homer battling mutants. Sure. Uh, we got Bart morphing uh, is morphed with a fly and Marge is accused of being a witch. So those are our three stories. Uh, we actually get a couch gag, uh, which I feel like is a staple now of the the Treehouse of Horror specials. I think they've been doing couch gags for like the last up up to no. this one. They've been doing it for like the last five nope. six years. So the couch the gag. One for, did, the no. last one didn't have a couch gag. It was just a uh, uh-huh. Marge. Yeah, it, wasn't it the hanging one last time? Or no, that was the time before. I think yeah, the last was... one eight didn't ha- or seven didn't have. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, but this couch gag, the family runs in to the couch, uh, and they get strapped in as if to an electric chair, and then are electrocuted. Which is pretty good for Halloween. It's a good Halloween couch gag. Yep. Throw back to Tracy Ullman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we get our very first episode of the Tree of Simpsons. Sorry, Simpsons Halloween Special. I keep calling it Treehouse, but we'll try to keep it the the right name. We got the Omega Man, and if you guys have seen the Omega Man, um, or or that uh, Will Smith movie oh. where he's the last man around, that's basically it. Um, yeah. Vincent Price, last man on Earth. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, basically, nuclear fallout. One guy's around, and there's mutants, and uh, we'll we'll. Uh, that's. I mean, I guess. That's that's the Omega Man. That's just yeah. how it is. Guy running around, middle of nowhere. No, I guess not Richard middle of Madison, nowhere. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So uh we see the Simpson uh Simpsons are watching Kent explain how a heroic hippo became a deputy. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. It's they kind of caught the tail end of that that news segment. Again, completely unappreciated Kent Brockman delivering constant <laughs> bangers anytime he's on screen. That is yep. true. Yeah. And, and, uh, and Homer, if you think about it, anytime he opens his mouth, it's, it's something great is coming out. Yeah. Yep. And the Homer, Homer's like, uh, stupid hippo. <laughs> and then Kent is handed some papers and he says, tensions are still high between Springfield and France after Quimby told a frog's leg joke. <laughs> oh, those frogs. And then the French president is going to retaliate if he doesn't get an immediate apology. And Homer's like, stupid frogs. And to well, the French, he's calling the French people frogs. That's great. 
And then uh, Ken says they are go they are going to City Hall for Quimby's response. Isn't that like a like isn't that like a World War II era derogatory term it, for Frisky? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yes, frogs. it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And Quimby still Quimby's keeping it around. Yeah. And uh, they go to uh, they go to City Hall, and Quimby says he says I stand by my ethnic slur. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> and uh, Quimby tells them to do their worst. And calls the French filthy, pretentious savages. Bunch of cheese-eating <laughs> surrender monkeys. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and Marge's like, Homer, you know how unpredictable the French are. One minute they're kissing a woman's hand, the next they're chopping off her head. <laughs> and, and that's obviously Marie Antoinette. And yeah. uh, um, what, what did she do? I can't remember. What was the whole... Marie Antoinette, sir. Was she just because she was going crazy, or I think it's because they, they just she was on someone's mistress and they wanted her out of the way. way. Oh, sure. <laughs> something. I mean, I don't remember what the technical story, but he, yeah, something like that. You know, uh, yep. she was executed. That, not necessarily what she did, but just to get her out of the way. Yeah, yeah. and that, uh, Marge asks, "What if the French are a war?" And Homer tells her to relax. I built a bomb shelter. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just a cardboard box with a uh, beach umbrella sticking out of it. Yeah, protect anyone, right? And it's and he wrote USA number one on it. <laughs> yeah. He, he does that a lot. <laughs> no, yeah. No. Yep. And uh, Lisa looks at the car cardboard box uh, bomb shelter that Homer built. It's like, it's not going to protect us from anything. Homer's like, fine, don't use it. He's like, I won't. It's like, good. I know it's good. So do I. And he's like, I'm happy for you. It's <laughs> like, you should be. <laughs> you know, it's, it's funny. I mean, I don't know if you could, well, I guess it was destroyed. Flanders bomb shelter from the meteor shower or from yeah. the meteor episode that was destroyed. Yeah. It's kind of surprising. Flanders wouldn't try to build a new one, but uh, Homer, Homer yeah. decided to build one. Yeah. He's got his own bomb shelter. And uh, so, Homer goes to the Herman's military antique to look at bomb shelters because clearly he took Lisa's, you know, yeah. criticism to heart. Yes. It's bad. Which, that's somebody we haven't seen in a long time. You know, yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, he, he used to pop up here and there, but, you know, it's been a while since we, he's made an appearance. Yeah. Yep. Wasn't he arrested? Well, I mean, there was that the 22 shorts in Springfield might have been the last one when they did the yeah. whole Pulp Fiction. Yeah, yeah. Reference, but I don't, other than that, I don't nah, think he's he, he's, been, he's been there since then. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I can't exactly remember, but I know it's, it's, it hasn't been that long. That's a long time ago. Now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and so Hermit says uh, the bomb shelter can. Uh, oh, sorry. So he looks at the first one, and it's the withstandinator. <laughs> and I like how it says there's a sign that says bomb shelter blowout. <laughs> Because, you know, all these bomb shelters must go because the French are going to, you know, bomb them. Yeah. Everyone's got to get protected. Yeah. So Herman says this bomb shelter could take a six megaton blast. No more, no less. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be exactly six megatons. I guess I'm not a nuclear scientist, but I feel like every in every show... It has to do with nuclear, like nuclear weapons, like 24 or uh, a lot of other stuff. I feel like, isn't it always like a six megaton bomb? Like, isn't that what they use as like the standard for I, all these maybe. like shows? I don't know. I don't um, know. They, they all have their own MacGuffins. Yeah. yeah. Yep. It's just whatever. So, 
Yep. And so Homer goes into the Wistandinator, and there are there are cans of steak and beans in the bomb shelter. Because that's <laughs> so all it's already need. fully stocked. It's already yeah. fully stocked. I mean, what would you? Okay, so we're going into a bomb shelter. We might need to be there for you know seven years during the fallout. What do you? Am what I- food? Do you put in your bomb shelter? MREs. <laughs> they last. They last for like twenty years. No, but yeah, but they taste like get. shit. I don't I think, care as long as it's giving I, me nutrients. Uh, so I, I think he's posing more of what two food <laughs> items would you take with you to the death? That what logically would get you yes. through. <laughs> oh, if we're uh, going unlogically, I'm bringing steak. Steak. Yeah. Steak. My steak. Steak. Uh, probably steak. Steak and beans. Yeah. Steak and. Oh, man. Spaghetti, spaghettios. I definitely bring no, me some spaghettios because no, you can eat those cold. I would say uh, lasagna. Yeah, would be right. one of them. Yeah, yeah. That's it. And a uh, vegetable soup. <laughs> See, I was thinking like some sort of soup would be good. Pounds and pounds of Twinkies. Yeah, I, I was going to say Little Debbie peanut butter crunch bars. You know, but I was, no, no, no. Yeah, the Nutter Butter ones. Right? No, no. The, specifically, the peanut butter crunch. They're hard to find now. It's not the nutty buddies. Okay. No, but nutty peanut buddies, butter yeah. crunch. I know what Nick's talking about. I remember yeah. seeing those. It's been a while since I've actually it's seen just those. Peanut butter and chocolate. You know, essentially. Oh. Yeah. Might have to look into those. Oh, they're awesome. Yeah. But but not every grocery store sells them. But yeah, pe- it's literally called peanut butter crunch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Look at that easy name. Yeah. All right. So yeah. so this is probably. My my favorite part of this segment right here. So Homer looks around and finds a Gary Larson calendar. And I used to oh have God. one of these. My my mom used to buy these for me yearly. My grandmother used to. Have. You know, loved them. I had the Far Side books and everything. I love it. And he's flipping through the pages like, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. And he flips. So he's like, I don't get it. I mean, I mean, I can get where Homer doesn't get far side, but I yeah. still every once in a while find find a far side or two. I still laugh. I think those things are. I, I like one today. Did somebody you? Yeah. Posted one, somebody posted one today at the Sistine Chapel, but you know the ceiling wasn't painted yet, and it was no text on the, the image at all. But it was just dudes laying the floor. You know. <laughs> on, on, <laughs> yeah. You know, but with a blank ceiling. Yep. <laughs> uh, yep. So now uh, we go to France, where the French president calls Americans stupid. <laughs> um, I'm not going to argue with him on that. And he says he will show them who looks like a frog. And so then we see a bunch of generals <laughs> laughing, and they they look like frogs, <sighs> like the, the the ribbit thing. I don't. They're the, thir- the it, throat. The throat. Which I think the throat that like, comes out like the the frog. Isn't that toads though, but it doesn't matter. matter but... I think it's yeah, toads big, and frogs. I think frogs have bubble. them too. Yep. Yeah, the I think frogs do have up. them too. Toads are a little bit more prominent, but frogs yeah. definitely have them. Yeah. Yeah. So and then the fre- uh, so the president of France launches Le Bombe Neutron. So the neutron <laughs> bomb. And uh the rocket is labeled with an Intel uh inside logo, which is hilarious. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> That's good. I would, it would have been better if it doesn't Intel have a like uh like a sound. Like, yeah, oh, yeah the commercials. Like a startup thing. Yes. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that would have been funny. He pressed the button and made that sound as the rocket came out of the out of the yeah. tube. And so the rocket, you know, launch, like it goes so high it goes into space. I mean, I guess it would have to if it has to like curve 
the earth. Um, yeah. And it nearly hits Kang and Kodos. <laughs> Originally, Kang and Kodos were not actually supposed to be in this Treehouse of Horror. Like, anthology. But they have to be. They have to I be know. in every episode. It's a rule. Yeah. And but there's so only they like were... two they haven't been in, right? Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, all the Treehouse so, of Horrors is only two they weren't in. Yeah, yeah, I think the first one, and like maybe like the fourth one, but uh, no, so yeah, they weren't supposed. One, to... No, one's very recent when they yep. weren't in. Ex- oh. Yeah, um, yeah. Oh, you're talking recently. Okay. Yeah. No, no, no. But I think uh, I think ne- it's been a while since we've had a King and Kodo centric Treehouse. Yeah. Or, mm-hmm. But I think next season, next season we get a King and Kodos. Well, that's like one of my. Yeah. I won't spoil it. That's yeah. one of my very favorite King and Kodos. I think the last one we had was uh, the one where they were going to eat the Simpsons, but then they no, weren't going to no, eat no, the no. Simpsons. It was the Bob Dole. It was the present. Oh, it was the Bob Dole. Bob, Bob Dole, Dole and Bob Clint Dole. one. Um, yep. And so Kodos asked, he's like, what What hit? What almost hit us? And King's like, oh, let me call our home planet um, to tell them a cigar-shaped object moved past them at a tremendous speed. And so <laughs> King you know, reports back and the the uh, king like alien goes sure king I'm writing it all down <laughs> I'm typing it up on my invisible typewriter <laughs> and, he, and then and then the king uh, the king uh, looking alien like does the crazy hand motion like with his finger he's like calling him crazy um, yep. and so that was great I like that uh, so the rocket flies uh, past the Springfield sign like the Hollywood sign but it's the Springfield sign knocking away like a lot of the tiles that are on it that make it up. Um, and then it uh, flies by city hall and Quimby sticks his head out. He's like, uh, I bet I get blamed for this. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Um, and so then we see the comic book guy walking down the street, eating a hot dog and reading his comic book uh, right before he gets hit by the rocket. And he's reading the comic book. He goes, but Aquaman, you cannot marry a woman without gills. You are from two different worlds. <laughs> and then he looks up, he goes, Oh, I've wasted my life. <laughs> Which is, you know, you know what's funny about that line? If you guys have seen, like, the new Aquaman, Jason Momoa movie. No. 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 That's exactly what what happened. So Aquaman's mom married the guy, the, a guy on land, and that's, they're like, you know, two different species. Well, yeah, that's the comic. Yeah, that's I think the, that's that fine. That, that I just think it's, well, no, well, this is Aquaman. Right. You can't marry a woman without guilt. Oh, yeah. I think Aquaman actually falls in love with someone from his world. Oh, I've never but, read the comic and I've never seen the movie. The Jason I don't, I don't watch DC movies. Like I watched <laughs> the Batman. But yeah. uh, after, after I walked out of uh, Batman versus Superman, I stood in front of the theater and proclaimed that I would never pay <laughs> to see another DC movie ever again. And I've stood by it. But. I did go see the Batman. <laughs> the Batman was, was pretty I, good. That was really good. Batman v crap. Like all Nick, those, I all agree those... with you one hundred percent. Batman v Superman was awful, and I've yet to pay for a DC movie since. Yeah, it was just so bad. It's like I felt it insulted. Was... I really felt like <laughs> insulted by a movie. Like... <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the rocket explodes. Um, and you see like the nuclear blast, you know, over Springfield. And so we cut back to uh, Herman's Antiques, and Homer walks out of the bomb shelter. It survived. I don't. I think that was the only bomb shelter that survived the blast, right? Is that the only one standing? <laughs> yeah, because uh, they they shot it with a six ton, uh, six megaton bomb. Yeah, <laughs> all the all the other shelters couldn't withstand it. 
Because they were for four. Yeah, yeah. They were like for four and five and seven. And Homer got the right one. He picked the the six megaton uh, shelter. And he walks out of the shelter eating one of the cans of steak. And he puts the empty can in Herman's dead hand. Goes, you call that (laughs) my rib? Yeah. And so Homer walks off and Herman's arm Mm. falls off his body because heavy can, skeleton. Surprise, the skeleton was still standing. Uh, No arms. No arms. Yep. Yep. And uh, Homer is driving home and the light turns green, but none of the cars move because everybody's dead. And he honks his he honks his horn at the car in front of him, which is Kirk Van Houten, who is yeah. dead. And he's like, "Come on, moron! The light is green." And I'll, I'll tell you what, man, I hate people who can't just like. I get if you see a car coming and running like a red light, but like if everybody stops and the light turns green, you go. Green means go. Yeah, um, I agree with you. It's infuriating. It, it's On a awful. side note. If you ever find yourself in Atlanta, under no circumstances, honk your horn at anybody for any reason at any time. <laughs> they get angry? I'm not joking. <laughs> oh. uh, all right. Not, good to know. I mean, good to know. You know I mean, uh, feel free to do whatever you want, but I <laughs> might not. I find myself avoiding horn usage. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so... Uh, Homer gets out of his car. He's like, oh, maybe a friendly punching will move your ass. And yes, he did say ass. Um, and so Homer punches Kirk's dead head, like his skull, and Kirk's skull turns to dust because it's a skull. And probably the radiation from the nuclear bomb probably makes it easier to disintegrate. And so Homer looks around and realizes, you know, there's a lot of dead people. And he goes, geez, what's with all the death? can can we have a side note real quick i have to say if i could punch any simpson in the face it would be van houten like he just (laughs) he he he, he just deserves it he's just i mean he's so they really nail his pathos he is very pathetic person and he gets cocky when he's happy too yeah yeah. he's always cocky like that's all we say they they try to make it feel sorry for him but he's a freaking asshole you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, he's a jerk he, he's a bad dad a bad husband he's a crap employee like he does he brings nothing of value anyway but they, they did such a good job of making him pathetic that you feel sorry for him you don't realize how awful he is yeah yep oh man i think we i think we had a button with neck with uh, Kirk. <laughs> uh and so then he's we a see bad dad. uh yeah yeah he is uh, so then we see a dead guy. I don't know who he is. I think just a random Simpson citizen uh, holding up the Springfield shopper. We get a headline. Neutron bomb headed for Springfield. And the sub headline. Hippo promoted to detective. Dude, they printed <laughs> off. Like, not only did they print, like, they printed that shopper off really quickly. But I don't know. That shopper must be made with lead. Because obviously <laughs> it did disintegrate because of the neutron bomb. But neither did and, any of the cars are the bomb. Yeah. <laughs> Man, there's a lot of lead in Springfield. It's it's a flesh-based neutron bomb. There we go. (laughs) Yeah. Although, although if you look around, uh, what was it? Um, I can't remember what movie it was. There was a movie that they dropped a bomb, and it seemed like everything held up, like the cars and stoplights, and it seems like I don't know. Now I'm trying to remember what it was, but. 
Well, I guess he did drop a neutron bomb in that Fear the Walking Dead show. And it seemed like a lot of a lot of stuff survived. I haven't watched that one yet. <laughs> yeah. It's all right. This season's actually really good. But uh Is it like nine seasons now or something? Yeah, I think so. It it actually lasted a good chunk of time. Yeah. Which is kind yeah. of amazing for a for a spin-off. They filmed the last couple seasons out in Savannah. It was out in huh. Texas, I think, and they moved it out here. Oh, cool. If I remember, I know the last couple were here. I don't remember where it moved from. But yeah, I think I watched the first couple of episodes and then I was like, eh, same thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it's good now because they started incorporating some of the newer characters, like, uh, or some of the Walking Dead characters, like Dwight, Morgan. Oh, no, um, when I was in Walking Dead, we would joke about that all the time. Like, oh, wait, Morgan walked all the way all across the country and then walked back. I was like, yes, he did. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. He might have hot wired a car here or there. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so Homer collapses in the middle of the street, realizing everyone has been killed by Francis Neutron Bomb. And Homer's like, everyone's gone. Little Bart. And then a ghost-like image of Bart holding a bat floats by. And Bart swings and hits a uh, unseen ball. And they're like, little Lisa. And then she does the same thing with the bat. Little Marge. <laughs> and then we see Marge float by. She has a bat, but she misses the ball with a whiff. Like, you don't hear, <laughs> yeah. hear, him hit, hear, hear her hitting a ball. <laughs> and the rest. <laughs> and then you see ghost-like images of Santa's little helper, Maggie Snowball, too. And the TV flow by. <laughs> well, yeah, that, that was that was a pretty bit a pretty good Simpsons meme. Yeah. Anytime, anytime something goes away, you're like, oh, it's gone. <laughs> and it's not coming back. Yeah. And uh, so Homer cries over everyone he lost, saying he can't go on. Um, and then he says, "Wait, I can't live like that. It's time to laugh again." <laughs> <laughs> yeah when you realize you're the only person left in the world yeah i don't know if i was the only one left in the world i think my first place i'd go would be like universal studios or something I have the whole park to myself <laughs> yeah but what are you gonna do you can't ride any of the rides i'll figure it out it's button pushing right that's all it's got to be. Well, first you have to stop by the power plant and get it running <laughs> oh sure yeah. right right yeah. right <laughs> gotta get that up and running I don't know what um, I'd be last person on Earth. Yeah, oh. what would you do? Where Ooh. would you go? Insane. <laughs> <laughs> I don't uh, know. Uh, this, now you've proposed the question. <laughs> I'd probably kill myself. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, what do you, I, you like? I mean, I guess I don't know. Um, oh, I know. I got it. I would go to all the sports hall of fames and then kill myself. Because <laughs> that's literally all you can really do is go to like museums and shit like that where it's not interactive. Yeah. Right. Although, although I, I think I think one fun thing to do if you were the last person on Earth, go to like Fort Knox or something and see uh, if you could break in Area Fifty One. Or yes. <laughs> oh, there you go. That's that's intriguing. Yeah, you can that's burn down the White House. It's all kinds of stuff. Lots of things you can, can do. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot. And so Homer stands in the street and laughs and realizes that he's the last man alive and he could do everything he's ever wanted. <laughs> and as the so we see the camera zoom out and we actually see that because of the neutron bomb, the Springfield tire fire has gone out. 
<laughs> so everything else is in rubbles except for the tire fire, which is now out. Yeah. I thought the tire fire could never go out. Isn't there uh, like a song right. or something that yeah, had the Simpsons uh, song about the tire fire? The, the strike song. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh, I guess I guess we know how to put out that tire fire. Yep. And so now we see a couple things that Homer does as the last man is in Springfield is he watches a movie at the Aztec. Which and, happens you know, to be the greatest movie ever. What's that? Tommy Boy. Oh, that's right. Because um, he's watching the scene where David Spade and Chris Farley run around <laughs> because of the bees. But the problem with that is in The Simpsons, it's daytime. In the movie, it's nighttime because they're running away from the cop. Yep. And, uh, but I like, I was like, he's like, why, why did you put, uh, why did Farley put you in front of the, in charge oh, of the got, bees? He's like, Spade, why did you put Farley in charge of the bees? Um, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, and then, uh, so while he's there, you know, he kicks someone's skull. It's like, Hey, down in front and kicks their skull. And, uh, he's, you know, eating, eating some popcorn and snacks out of everyone that's left in the theater. Um, I just wonder how did all those people die? Like, does a nuclear <laughs> bomb kill everyone, no matter where you are? That's what I'm saying, but the seats yeah, are still it's... there, the theater's still there. It's just yeah. human. Yeah. The but not bone either. Just yeah. flesh. Yeah. You know? And I like how the movie's still operational. I don't think Homer's smart enough to run a movie. Probably not. Um, and then uh, he changed... Yeah, so then he changes uh, the Springfield Community Church uh, today's sermon marquee that reads, Homer Rocks. Yeah. That's a good sermon. And he's uh, dancing naked in the church to Edwin Starr's War. You know, I have a very specific memory of when I was in middle school or driving by a a church marquee that says is bart simpson sending your child to hell you know, oh, you know because back, it was back when like there was that huge uproar about the simpsons and everybody was like you know oh, like yeah. kids weren't allowed to watch it and kids who were allowed to watch it kind of thing but yeah, yeah. i remember yep. I'll, I'll never forget seeing that on a marquee i was like look <laughs> <laughs> that's great oh that's funny um and so then we see a finger come on the screen and turn off homer's boombox, and i was like what happened to the tunes <laughs> I thought he was the only one there dancing yeah. naked. Yeah. And uh, he turns around to see some of the Springfield residents that have survived the blast. Because in all nuclear fallout, there's always people that do survive. Correct. Um, and Homer screams and, sa- and then asks, what's going on? Where did you get the cloaks? <laughs> and Sideshow Mel tells Homer, silence. And you're talking too loud. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty loud in the church, right? Right. Yeah. Um, and so Doctor was like... I just remember a line that's coming up here that's all. <laughs> oh. oh. And, and Dr. Herbert's like, not everyone died in the blast, Homer. Some of us were merely horribly mutated. That one was uh, merely horribly mutated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I was like, you're mutants. I was like, uh, we don't like the word mutants, Homer. We prefer freaks. Or monsters. Mine yep. <laughs> <laughs> of the episode. And, yep. And Homer, uh, and then uh, Homer asks, I'm oh, sorry. No. Skinner. Yeah, uh, sorry. Skinner says, they're making uh, a more perfect society where the mistakes of the past will be eliminated. <laughs> like Homer. 
Yeah. And uh, Burns walks in and tells Homer he must die. And... I, love the, I love the fact that, like, it kind of reminds me of uh, Star Wars in, um, in Return of the Jedi when uh, the Emperor says a similar line to uh, um, Luke. He goes, and now, young Skywalker, you will die. Right. <laughs> and if I remember right, uh, when they show all the other characters, there's obviously something mutated about them and all this stuff. And yes. Mr. Burns, is, he looks exactly the same. Or... <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> It's because he's invincible. Yeah, it's because he's invincible. Yeah. yeah. Uh, except, well, he does have the does have the the same color skin as everyone else. Yeah, like he looks yes, he normal, does. but he has but he has uh, the same same color skin. Correct. And uh, um, and then Homer, you know, all of a sudden he found pants. Yep. I guess they were his pants. They were just he he did, unrobed at the church. Yeah, and uh, he uh, uh, walks towards the f- or the freaks walk towards Homer, and Homer picks up a long candle holder and tells the group that if they want him to come and get him. Moe's <laughs> like, "Get him!" And was like, "Do." He drops the can. He drops the candle holder instead of fighting him. Yeah. He runs out of the church. Well, there's like ho- eight of them versus one. Yeah, and then Homer jumps into a hearse. And he sees yeah. a coffin. He's like, "Ah." Even though, like, he's seen a million dead bodies yeah. already around town. And Homer's able to start the hearse, and he drives away. And the freaks get into their own, like, Mad Max-looking car. car <laughs> yeah. And uh, drive after Homer. And we see Johnny and Edgar Winter have their tour bus pulled over, you know, for a break. When Homer runs over, it's like, take that. What did he say? It's in the book. Oh, is it? Oh, He's like, take, he's like, die, you chalked face goons. <laughs> oh, that's that great. Apparently, apparently they look like uh, mutants as well. Yeah. Or dead. Yeah. And uh, the freaks uh, drive next to Homer. And Lenny tells Homer they only want to eat his skin. <laughs> yeah. Gross. It's like Return of the Living Dead too. Tina, I only want to eat your brains <laughs> uh, and homer you know he finally gets to the house and he's like yep. oh i'm safe and then the doorbell rings he goes it better not be the mutants and he <laughs> opens the door and it's the mutants yep <laughs> and uh homer screams and marge asks if that is homer and he turns around and hey look the rest of the simpsons survived the blast and homer's like oh i'm so happy that you're alive and Lisa explains that with all the layers of lead paint in the house, it made for the perfect bomb shelter. Which, you know? I mean, it's an old house. Yeah. Glad, uh, now, now, I mean, I guess in older houses now, obviously you can't have lead paint anymore. Correct. So if it's pre, like, probably 1950s house, do they have to repaint? Like, tear down the drywall? And, Man, we go uh, into houses I all the time you... where they just paint it over it. Yeah, oh, really? Yeah, because remo- removing it, you know, is a whole nother thing. You yeah, know, but like, oh, sure. we, we've seen plenty of houses where they just <laughs> painted it. It's kind of the same thing with asbestos. Like I have some flooring in my basement in my bathroom that might be asbestos, so we just took uh, actual flooring and covered it up because it's more dangerous so, to remove it. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah. And so uh, Homer hugs the kids, and the mutants watch. And uh, Chief Wiggum's like, kind of brings a tear to your eye socket. I love he, like, wipes away a tear 
but he like just pulls <laughs> out his eye. Yeah. Which is great. And then Hibbert's like, mm-hmm. In the midst of all the killing and skin eating, somehow we forgot the love. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, ain't that, ain't that always the way? You get nuts with the skin eating? Yeah. <laughs> sure, Mo, sure. Cannibalism. It's great. Um, so, Ned says he doesn't see a reason why freaks and norms can't get along. Freaks and norms. <laughs> norms. And yep. the other mutants agree with Ned, and Ned continues by saying they can all work together to build a utopian society free of violence, hate, and prejudice. That sounds great, you know? And Marge tells Ned, and, you know, Marge is like, oh, Ned, that sounds beautiful. And let her say that her family and herself share their vision for a better... And then she goes... Now! now and they all pull out shotguns and uh shoot the mutants mm. i like how they all get shot <laughs> yeah. out the door i know the simpsons are always packing one of them like these people this yeah. is a very armed family if you think about it somehow they always got some sort of weapons <laughs> yeah. so, but how do you shoot them out a door like With i know shotgun. like it's a shotgun I, man Yes, so they're all lined up. No, no, no. They're all lined up in front of the door. If they're all shooting, they're not going to all fall out the door at the same time. It's Simpsons physics. Don't be Frank Grimes. You're thinking too hard. But isn't okay, Nick? Nick, you would know because you work on movie. Isn't it like it's it's a myth that if you get shot, or is it maybe it's maybe shotguns do work? But I thought there was like a thing where if you get shot, you don't get shot back. Like you don't. Go back. Oh, I mean, five it all depends on. Get... No, it, it very much depends on the the size of a gun. I mean, and it has to do to do anything to do with the movies, but just reality. Like, if you yeah. if you get shot close enough with a shotgun, you're gonna go back. back. Yeah. Oh, okay, but I mean, it's but, it's kind of this. But oh, go ahead. A bullet. If uh, if you shoot somebody with like a rifle, like you know, like a high powered rifle, the bullet, the force of it will travel so fast that it'll just rip straight through you, and then it'll be like a little delay, and you'll fall backwards, but you know, oh, okay. like the bullets traveling so fast, but with a shotgun, that huge spread, especially close, it's definitely gonna knock you backwards a little bit. You know, like yeah. but a handgun, no, no. bullet just go inside of you and bouncing around and mangle you. Yeah, because I always uh, like I, I heard about that. Like you watch a lot of movies, and every time someone gets shot, they like fly back like a foot or two <laughs> after getting. I'm like, no, that's not I realistic. Mean, in particular, well, same... with a shotgun, it, it will a shotgun can definitely blow you back a little bit. But yeah. a pistol, rifle, it both yeah. Well, right it's kind of the back. same thing. It's kind of the same thing when you like older movies used to do it. I don't know if they still do it with newer movies, where like somebody dives into water and they're like shot in the water, and like sometimes they'll get hit. And they've actually done this on MythBusters. If you yeah. shoot in the water, that bullet is yeah. dead. Like it. Except... The, 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 Except for a twenty-two, because it's not traveling fast enough to totally disintegrate. A lower caliber yeah. bullet can can go into the water, but most of the yeah. things you see them shooting machine guns and stuff, it's like shooting cement. It just yeah. disintegrates. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Marge uh, looks at the corpses and says, "Friends with mutants, right?" Um, right. Damn, Marge. Uh, Homer <laughs> you know tells Again, Marge, "Marge is always a little pretentious. You know, yeah. if you really look into it, Marge always has this like." A high class attitude about her where she thinks she's better. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. true. And Homer tells Marge that she is the woman he married and then asks, who wants to steal some Ferraris? <laughs> Everybody's like, we do. And that's how this this episode or this segment ends. You so, know, it's now, funny. Now, there, season... now, there, now there's the question of what car do you go after? If you, if you can, you know, if you can just walk around, if you can just find whatever car you want, what car do you go Tank? after? Now you can. 
Is it tank considered a car? I mean, yeah. Does I it, no, I'm going to crush things with it. Oh. I don't know. I, I, see, I here's the thing. Maserati I'm not a big car guy. So, like, if I was the last... Like, I'm not a big car guy, so if I was the last man on Earth and you're asking me, oh, what car would you steal? I don't care. That's why I'd steal the <laughs> tank. Or maybe a monster truck. Like, I just... There to you me, go. Steal, yep, yep. Monster truck stealing a car to me, I don't care. Like, yeah, I'm not a car guy either. So... Not a Ferrari, I know that. <laughs> <laughs> Now, would I steal a fast car just to drive it once? Probably, but I, I just, I, yeah, I, I'm not a big you know, car guy. You know, jumping something in the General Lee would be a childhood dream. That that'd Ooh. be fun. That'd be fun. Yeah. All right. So that is the first of our three episodes for Treehouse of Four Eight Simpsons Halloween Special, whatever you want to call it. Our next segment is Fly versus Fly, and the title, the way it's written. One fly is white, one fly is back, black, and that is a reference to the Mad Magazine co- uh, comic strip Spy versus Spy, because one of the spies is white, the other one is black, um, and the segment itself is loosely based, well, not loosely, I guess it's pretty much based on the movie The Fly, starring Jeff Goldblum, everybody's favorite actor. Well, I would, uh, no, I would say it's more based on the old fly than the David Cronenberg oh. fly, if, if it's, you know, the the... The, the older one, it, it, it follows that one a lot more than it does the David Cronenberg one. That's the one with Jeff Goldblum? Yeah. Yeah, yeah there was okay. one made in the 50s, you know, Vincent Price, oh. you know, it's, uh, you know it, it's closer to that one. You've seen stuff from it before. The, yeah. The, the, the woman screaming in the spider whip, help me! Help <laughs> yeah. Me. That's, that's from the older one, yeah. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Um... So, so this one starts out with uh, the Simpsons going to a garage sale at Professor Pink's <laughs> house, and uh, one of the items I I noticed on the one of the tables was a brain in a jar, um, <laughs> and apparently one of the other items in his yard sale garage sale is an Evil Knievel style rocket cycle. Ooh, I missed that, but apparently it is there. Um, so yeah, that was Lisa's... a popular toy. You guys ever oh, had yeah. that when you were little? No, but I I've know. seen it. No, but you I've seen him in like the bag, shows. Jump. Yeah. Um, so Lisa says, look at all these gadgets. If I was a nerd, I would be in heaven. Lisa, you are a nerd. <laughs> you should be in heaven. <laughs> um, and so Professor Frank greets uh, Marge and Homer, and he goes, good morning, ma'am. Good afternoon, sir. It passed noon <laughs> oh, yeah. while I was speaking, so that was technically accurate. And Homer to Marge, <laughs> He's crazy. Oh my god, you have no idea how many times I've pulled that shit with the good morning <laughs> afternoon thing. I don't think I I've ever it. pulled it. Oh, I love right, it. Time, it's just, do you time it out? Like, right, I do, absolutely. <laughs> like, it's just uh, fucking hilarious. And then, yeah. but then I love how you get the guys that are like, good morning, sir. <laughs> It's afternoon. It's technically afternoon. <laughs> or I love that. I don't. I the, the good evening and good night thing always pisses me off. Like, uh, I don't know if there's actually a real way to like a time way to tell. But I'm like six. Six is, is it six? Six is six starts the evening. Okay, and then <laughs> night like what starts at nine or after the sun sets? No, yeah. night is after the sun. No, sets. Night is night. Night is night is when the night goes down. But six is evening because it's getting close to dark. You know. Yeah. I know there's a thing too with like the difference between like, (laughs) and there's also a difference between saying like dinner and supper. I just don't like, Uh, I think supper is like a five o'clock meal and eating dinner is like 
seven o'clock, if I remember correctly. There is yeah, a difference like that, between yeah. the two. Yeah. Um, and so Bart picks up a pair of pants and asks Frank, Hey, Einstein, how much for the mood pants? And Frank's like, well, how much do you have? And while this is happening, a robot puts a sold sign on itself and starts rolling away. And uh, Frank runs after it and tells the robot, who he has named Floyd, by the way, he goes, nice try, Floyd. He's like, you were designed for scrubbing, and scrubbing is what you shall do. And then the robot, like, takes the mop and then hangs his head in shame, which is great. I love that. I, I love garage sales. Like, yeah. Yeah. like we, we have, like, a, we have a whole, like, neighborhood garage sale, like, uh, over uh, Saturday. And I love going to each one, like, how much is this? How much you got? Because <laughs> they're all trying to get rid of their junk. Yeah. And so uh, Homer walks around Frank's yard cell, whistling, and he strolls right into a technological-looking booth. There's a flash of light, and Homer appears in another booth a few yards away. And Homer makes a little impressed noise, realizing what happened. And Frank goes, I take it from that little impressed noise that you are interested in purchasing that matter transporter, sir. And Homer, uh, he looks at the price tag. Hmm, two bucks? And it only transports (laughs) matter? It only transports matter? (laughs) Well, oh... I'll give you 35 cents. And Frank's like, sold. But I must warn you, this device carries a frighteningly high risk of catastrophic. And Homer cuts off Frank. I said, I'll take it. Yeah. I I do hate like when you like, you've made a sale and then like, like, or like you've bought something and the person continues about the item. It's like, look, I've already bought it. You don't need to keep trying to sell it on. on me. So, uh, so Homer and the family are all gathered at the stairs and Homer says, it's bed. Uh, it says bedtime used to be a grueling chore, but not anymore. And he walks into the one transporter and walks out of the other one at the top of the stairs. I want to get my transporter. When are we getting transporters? Never. Cause they'll kill you. Oh, well, then. man. Like that would make my job so much easier. Have my <laughs> driving around finding everything. You know, I, I had a thought just now. You know, because if I remember, he has this the, the transporter at the top of the stairs, and he walks in from the bottom of the stairs, right? Yeah. yeah. What would happen if you pushed one transporter into the other transporter? Hmm. Ooh, <laughs> I don't know if you could fit. I don't know if you could fit one transporter <laughs> in the other one though, because one would have to be slightly smaller. And these well, look no, like uh, they're the same size, but in theory, like if it, one was, like, if one like was X-shape. like bigger. <clears throat> If one was you know, bigger than the other one, I think you would probably start a, a black hole. <laughs> but technically, on that one, if I remember right, it's like egg-shaped. So it's it's a smaller at the point, so the matter would disappear as you were pushing it in. Huh? Well, hey. would, it come out the top, <laughs> would it come out the other side then? I don't know. That's the, what I'm like, proposing what, to you guys. What do you think? I, I like the black hole answer. <laughs> but, yeah. So, okay. So, no, no. I, I'm thinking about, I'm imagining this in my head. So if you're pushing one transport on the other... That first transporter you're pushing in would come in out of itself. Yeah. Push out and push up. Yeah. Maybe. So you wouldn't be able to get the whole transporter in. So I think you'd be able to pull it out, but you wouldn't be able to put it. You'd only be able to push it in a certain amount. No, no, no. I don't think that's how it works because it transports matter. So the whole thing would have to be inside the transporter 
Right. Before oh. it can come out of the next one. Oh. Well, that's not true because he, he reaches his no, arm. Oh, he yeah. puts his arm. Yeah. yeah right. and, he, and he pees through it. He does, And the pee just goes. <laughs> well, he tried to pee through it. We'll get to that. Hold on. We haven't gotten there yet. Hold on. <laughs> oh. Okay. So, so he walks into the transporter, walks at the top of the stairs, and it's like, good night, losers. And then we see his ass is on fire as he walks away. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> and uh, Homer asks how he ever lived without the transporters. And then he reaches his arm in to grab a beer out of the fridge. I like how he's feeling all the cans yeah. and he grabs the cat ear medicine instead. Because, <laughs> yeah, you put your... Uh... So, yes, you put your cat ear medicine next to your drinks because that's the way to do it. And yep. I like how he drinks, like, oh, man, that's good. <laughs> so beer tastes like cat ear medicine. Yeah. Um, medicine, at least pet medicine does not taste very, or smell very good. Yeah. I'm guessing it doesn't taste very good because most pets will spit it out. Probably. <laughs> um, and so Homer puts one of the transporters in the bathroom. And then he walks into the living room to the other one and is about to pee in it. When Marge stops him, he's like, Homer, no. <laughs> I mean, but, okay, I'm sorry, but I have to bring this up. We have discussed on numerous occasions that the Simpsons possibly have a bathroom on that first floor. Yes. Why would Homer need to use the transporter to pee in a bathroom upstairs? Man. Because he's lazy? Don't even get me started yeah. on the layout of the yeah. house. <laughs> About, I'm telling wait, you. The two fireplaces, the non-existent bedroom where the kitchen went. I mean, there's so many. I yes. Mean, the, the room that, that appears and disappears. Yep. The basement, the garage. It's all finished. Somebody needs yep. to do a whole featurette on that alone. Just a, a yeah. breakdown, like a whole thing of like, here's all the different times it's been. Here's the, what, a, what the actual floor plan would look like. Yeah, and uh, so Bart asks Homer if he can use the transporter sometime, and he says he will be careful. And uh, Homer's like, sorry, but this is a highly sophisticated do-hacky. Or do-wacky, sorry. Yeah. I like some, I like sophisticated. I like using that <laughs> word. It's a very fun word to use. And Homer says, if you don't use it responsibly, kablamo. And I like how he punches Lisa through the transporter, which means Lisa has been sitting on this toilet the whole time. <laughs> Gross. Yeah. What's she like? What, like, wouldn't Lisa see the transporter and be like, hey, if anybody's using this transporter, I'm already on the toilet. Oh my God. That would have been awful if Homer peed on Lisa. <laughs> yeah. Look, that would have been, because we don't know when Lisa sat down. She could have right. sat down when Homer unzipped his pants. Yeah. Our Fox sensor would be back. Yeah. Yep, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like, ow. And Homer's like, your mom did it. <laughs> uh, and so then Bart uh, decides to disobey Homer and has Snowball 2 Shocking. and says, yeah. yeah. He says, if this works, the next trip for, uh, for you will be to the bank vault. And, you know, Bart puts a little money bag around Snowball's neck, which I don't quite understand where, what he's trying to do. Is he trying to send the cat with the money bag to make sure that actually works? 
I mean, what couldn't Bart just do it himself? Or I know, like <laughs> it seems like. And then how's he supposed to get that transporter into a bank vault, mind you? Like, uh, what's he safety thinking? Safety deposit box. <laughs> I, I, think, I don't think Bart quite understands how this thing functions. And so, you know, Bart uh, tries to put the cat in the transporter, and the cat resists, clearly, because cats are assholes. Yeah. And the dog jumps on the cat, knocking both animals into the transporter. <laughs> and uh, oh. then the... Then we see the light of the transporter turns green, and a sign says DNA mismatch. Uh-oh, spaghettios. Yep, and then when the dog and cat come out, their heads are on one one another's body. Um, It's like, wow, twice the pet, and none the mess. <laughs> <laughs> uh... And, uh, and then their tails come out on a different body. Like you could be Lisa's. <laughs> I love how the tail, the tail pet, like kind of shows like emotion too. Like they kind of have it laid down. Also, the show Cat Dog came out about six months after this episode. I don't <laughs> oh, think they got. The, I don't think they that got the idea. Show. It is a great show. I don't think they got the idea yeah. from this. But yeah, no. it's pretty, it's a very pretty underrated show. Like I think that's one of those because they sneak in this really subversive stuff. Like into, you think it's a normal show, then it just hits you. Oh, yeah. I had, I didn't know. It's like a not Rocco. What's that other one? Uh, Courage the Cowardly Dog. Like does the yeah, same oh, yeah. thing. Like has this like this uber weirdness sometimes. Yeah. Yep. You know, yeah. And uh, so the the tail body walks out. You know, Bart's disgusted. Um, and so then a fly lands on, on Bart and Bart imagines his life is half boy and half, uh, fly humanoid. <laughs> so, but clearly the cat and the dog situation, Bart yeah. obviously clearly didn't understand what was going to happen. Yeah. And Bart says, I'd be stupid not to do this. <laughs> and so Bart grabs a fly and walks into the transporter. Another day, another DNA mismatch. And the fly with Bart's head flies out, and Bart says, it worked. Uh, I was hoping to be humongous. Oh, well. At least I don't have two butts. <laughs> so, so, but he, but he's right. Because, okay, so maybe he did understand the, the concept, but yeah. if, the, if, it, if it was the right concept, it would be Bart head, fly head. Yeah. And Bart, and Bart butt, fly butt. Yeah. But, I mean, he doesn't have two butts, so nope. apparently the transporter mm-hmm. figured this one out a little bit better. Yeah. And uh, Marge asks, what's going on down there? What's with all the mist? And, uh, yeah, Bart, Bart Fly, he's like, uh-oh, uh, I better get out of here. And I love I love this little detail because flies have, like, a lot of, like, small insects that do fly have issues, like, flying out of windows. And so, like, you see the fly trying to fly out, or, like, Bart fly trying to fly out, and he hits his head a couple times before flying out, which I yeah. thought was great. Um, and so, Homer knocks on the transporter, and he's like, Bart, are you in there? Did you forget our little kablamo talk? And uh, Bart's <laughs> body, with the fly's head, jumps out, and, you know, the rest of the Simpsons react rationally and scream uh, for a <laughs> second. And then uh, Bart whacks uh, Flyboy Bart with a broom. And Lisa tells March to stop um, because she read uh, there's like a printout from the transporter with some paper. <laughs> um, and she says uh, she tells them that Bart mixed his DNA with a fly. And so Lisa points at uh, uh, Flyboy Bart and says, 
I think that's Bart. And so he tries to flap his arms to fly away, but obviously <laughs> it's Bart's body, so it's not going to fly anywhere. Did, well, did you guys collect those old Town of Springfield figure sets back in the day where you could put them and they would talk and stuff on the different play sets? And they had like, no, no, but I know them. what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah, I had a ton of them, but my favorite one was the Flyboy Bart one. Like it was awesome. Oh, oh that's yeah, awesome. Pretty I cool. did not know that. I did not know that one. That specific one existed. Yeah. But they I, had a they had a handful of uh, Halloween episode ones. That's cool. I might have to check those out because I know our comic my comic book shop I go to every once in a while it gets a bunch of them. So keep I my had eye a out. ton of them back in the day, and I, I wanted to get the whole set, but then they were popular again, and they, the prices were crazy. But now I think you can get them all at decent prices again. Okay, they're really yep. good. They, they're awesome looking. Like the the Todd McFarlane or McFarlane figures ones, those were cool too. But these were like looked more. Simpson-y, you know, okay. got yeah. all those play sets. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if you just saw one of my pictures I posted in the group, but I got the uh, Smithers and Burns uh, Playmates, like the, I don't know, eight-inch tall ones. Oh, that's cool. I have not seen that. I'll, t- I'll yeah. take a picture of it and send it to you. Uh, but I like how I like how Lisa calls. She's like, I think that's Bart. But yeah. clearly she obviously doesn't know how the machine works because that yeah. clearly is the fly with Bart's body. Because Bart... Correct. Bart himself, Bart as a person, has the fly body. Yeah. So so Homer's like uh says that Lisa's right. The paints are a dead giveaway. <laughs> shorts. And, Even though uh, he's wearing shorts. Yes. Um Marge is like, oh well, he may be a horrible freak, but he's still my son. He's like half her son? Or like three yeah. quarters? Not the um, one that can talk, that's for sure. Yeah. So Marge says, I think we'll grow to accept him with time. And so then we see the clock on the wall go from 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. <laughs> and now they're all eating breakfast and they've all learned to accept <laughs> Flyboy Bart. <laughs> and so uh, Homer finishes, uh, we, we we get the end of Homer finishing a story going, Lenny said it as if, don't go there, sister. And then everybody laughs. laughs. Like, wow, I need more Some context. random 90s talk, yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, and so Flyboy Bart uh, has finished whatever was on his syrup and bangs his plate, and Marge uh, gives him more, and Lisa's like, there's one thing I still don't understand. When Bart went through the t- transporter, what happened to his head? And Homer's like, eh, it'll turn up somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, and so now, uh, we see Bart as the fly, pretending to be stuck in a spider's web, and as soon as the spider is, like, right on top of Bart, ready to, like, eat him, he flies up and calls the spider a sucker and slaps the spider. <laughs> Great. And then I love, yeah. so Bart flies away and then the spider like shakes its fists at it. Like as it's like legs in the air, like, sh- like, you know how you shake your fist at somebody when they anger. Yeah. You. And that, that's, that's what you were... I love the animation. Yeah. I think that's what you're saying when Bart, right, right, Nick, when Bart's like, no, yeah. don't eat me. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's, that's a reference to the original fly. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So now we see Marge, Homer, and Flyboy Bart sitting on the couch. Um uh, and and by the way, this is the Funko pop of Flyboy Bart. He's holding the bag of sugar. I yep. love that pop. It's a great pop. Um and the fly is eating sugar out of the bag because flies like sweet stuff. And Homer and poop. Oh yeah. And so Homer like puts his <laughs> arm around Bart and like tries to like snake some sugar away from him. And the fly gets upset at Homer. He's like, okay, it's your sugar. It's your sugar. And then he pats the fly on the head. 
and uh, Flybart is watching this, and he's like, "That he's an imposter." Um, and so he tries to get Homer and Marge's attention, but he's a fly, so he's really small, and they can't really see his apparently huge head. Yeah. And so Marge swats at, at Flybart, and uh, Flybart tries to uh, tell the fly it was all a mistake. He's like, oh, let's switch back. Let's just do it. And Flyboy Bart chases after Flybart, as uh, now Homer is yeah. eating the sugar. And uh, yeah. Flyboy, which is great. He's Giddy like, boy. Boy. <laughs> And uh, Flyboy Bart chases uh, Flybart out of the house. And he's like, oh, good work, son. And he kisses the fly on the head. And as he pulls back, he's like, drooler. Oh. I don't know. It was gross. It was gross. And so now we uh, see Lisa in her room. It's like nighttime. It's kind of rainy. And Flybart lands on Lisa's lamp, casting a shadow, showing his head. Because, you know, yeah, he's got a very good touch. Head. Yeah. Yep. And Lisa's like, Bart, is that you? And so, you know, Bart tries to talk to her, but because he's so small, Lisa can't hear him. And so she's like, here, fly into my saxophone. And Bart's like, help me, Lisa. That giant fly stole my body. And now he's trying to kill me. And Lisa's like, oh no. And I let him uh, use my toothbrush. <laughs> Why would she? The fly doesn't even have teeth. Why is she letting yeah. him use a toothbrush? Like, they clearly know it's a fly head, right? <laughs> Maybe? Oh, jeez. I don't know. All right, so Lisa says that the fly doesn't scare her. And he was on the ceiling listening to the conversation the whole time. Now, How did he stick to the ceiling? Exactly. He's not the... Okay, now we're just getting way <laughs> off the wall. Unless, unless as you... A fly, as you're... A fly could stick to the ceiling. But yeah, it was Bart's body. Can, but it's Bart's body. Like, oh, Bart no, Bart's can stick body. to yeah, the yeah, ceiling. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, but unless your DNA melds so... You know, as, as much as the fly is wearing Bart's body, just over the course of time, you turn into more of a fly. It's kind of yeah. like... Kind of like Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man that gets the sticky things on his fingers oh, maybe. When, when he gets bitten by the spider and climb walls. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. But either way, I don't think Bart should be able to stick to the ceiling. Probably not. And uh, so fly-headed Bart chases Lisa through the house. And uh, he's like, Mom, Dad, help. He's trying to kill me. And Homer's <laughs> like, nobody likes a tattletale, honey. Or like, <laughs> They're they're like this every rainy day. <laughs> are your Nick? Are your kids like that on a rainy day? Just get kind of like cabin fever from staying inside. No, my uh, both of my kids tend to like to want to be inside all day. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my son, like my daughter, just likes to listen to music and play bass, and my son wants to play video games twenty four hours a day if you let him. So they, they're not. <laughs> We we make them go outside. And we do hiking club and all that business. But like if if we left it up to them, they wouldn't even leave the house probably. So they they don't they don't have the Lisa Bart kind of brother sister type thing, or do they? No, nah, I mean no. Nah. You know they're they're pretty good together. My my son's a very selfless person, and so he he's always worried about what to do for Ripley or what to get Ripley or. Okay. You know, like uh, and Ripley's a teenager, so she's a little grumpy. But they don't argue together. <laughs> no, Ripley's just, Ripley's just grumpy in general, but she doesn't take it out on Vincent. Really. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, so yeah. Flyhead Bart uh, strangles uh, Lisa, and Homer uses the transporter to grab another beer. So he put the transporter <laughs> next to the couch again. 
He well, I like, love this he, too. Well, the the funny thing is, his head comes out this time, and he doesn't say anything. No, they know they're fighting. He doesn't care. Yeah. They're yeah. fine. Just like the just like the treehouse thing with the the comic book. Yeah, yeah. they're fine. But yeah. but I like how I like how after all the uses Homer used it for, that's the one he's going to stick with. I think. Yes. It's like getting beer is the most logical place for the transporter. Yes. And uh, so Fly Bart tries to get Flyheaded Bart to stop attacking Lisa. And he's like, get my filthy hands off my sister. <laughs> That's a great line. Uh, and Flyheaded Bart grabs uh, Fly Bart and brings him to his mouth. And Fly Bart tells him not to eat Fly Bart because he doesn't know where Fly Bart has been. <laughs> you don't know where I've been. I don't want to know where of, Bart's, He's I been on a pile know. of poop. That's where he's been. Probably. Um, and, uh, you know, Flyheaded Bart eats Fly Bart. And uh, Lisa's like, You've made a mistake. And Lisa knocks Flyheaded Bart into the transporter using the microwave door. And that's probably smart. Yeah. And then, you know, Bart walks out of the transporter all restored. And Homer's like, well, we're lucky this time. But it's all too clear that some things in this universe aren't meant to be trifled with. And Homer picks up an axe. And Bart's like, Homer, what are you doing? Something I should have done a long time ago. We're thinking he's going to take it out on the transporter. But no, he turns to Bart. It's like, I'll teach you to mess with my machine. Bart's <laughs> <laughs> like, ah. And Homer wielding the axe starts chasing Bart. And Homer's like, I'm going to chop you good. That cost me 35 cents. You're just making it worse. I promise you I won't hurt you. <laughs> so so one thing I like to point out that that we miss so when when they show you know them watching TV like Bart and Homer or Bart you know Bar Fly Bart and Homer they're watching TV we actually see dog rear and cat rear thing you know lounges on the floor slowly wagging both of its tails yeah so it's gotten comfortable sitting yep. it, sitting on the floor yep um so Second one done. I like Fly Bart or yeah. Fly Fly Feast first fly. That was a yeah. good one. I yeah. like it. All right. Yeah. Third and final story we have for you this evening. Easy Bake Coven. And that's a reference to the Easy Bake Oven. Yeah. I like it. No, yeah. Simple. Simple. Yeah. And uh so we see a sign. Uh Springfield spelled S-P-R-Y-N-G-E. E or F I E L D E. Very old timey. Very, very old timey. Um, first toil, then the grave. <laughs> what is what is what is it? Uh, what's the boil, boil, toil, and trouble? Yeah, and something like that. I think that's how it goes. Yeah, yeah. And so then we see uh, Moe's Inn instead of Moe's Tavern, and it's sixteen forty nine A D. So. We're in the medieval times. Medieval? And... Me, that's 1300. Oh, yeah. sorry. <laughs> this, is this is Salem witch trial time. Yeah, this is literally the Salem witch trials. Yeah. We're yeah, in America. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this okay. is Puritans. Oh, okay. And so we see uh, Snake is in the town stocks. Clearly oh, he's so. he's a criminal. He is a criminal. And uh, we see uh, Miss Hoover, Agnes Skinner, and Luann Van Houten are tied up to Snake's as the townspeople gather and Mayor Quimby passes judgment. 
It's like, you are all hereby found guilty of the crime of witchcraft. I sentence you hags to be burned at the stake until you are deemed a fit to re-enter society. <laughs> uh, they're going to be uh, dead. <laughs> not if they're witches. Maybe. Yeah, but then they wouldn't be deemed fit to re-enter society. Sure. How do you know they are witches? <laughs> Turn me into a newt. <laughs> okay. Look all better. I don't know. Is that is that the real way to tell uh, how they're witches? I don't know. I love that from uh, Monty, Monty Python. Python. That's, yeah. the, that's the best. Um, and so Lou and Eddie light uh, the women on fire under Wiggum's command. And the townspeople cheer. And Nelson laughs. <laughs> he's a dick. Yeah. And uh, Agnes gets her last words into Seymour. It's like, see you in hell, Seymour. <laughs> so either she's a witch and she's like, I'll see you in hell. Or she's not a witch and it's like, I'll see you in hell for turning me in. I bet yeah. Skinner turned her in. Probably. And uh, Seymour tells her goodbye. Like, bye, mother. (laughs) And, you know, Marge Marge says, this is horrible. And uh, Lisa's like, if they're really witches, why don't they use their powers to escape? Thor's like, that sounds like witch talk to me, Lisa. (laughs) It's like, never mind. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, and so Ned, Ned, uh, Nedwin, I think his name was Nedwin. Yeah. Uh, he tells uh, Reverend Lovejoy that they have now burned 75 quote-unquote witches, and that should show God whose side they are on. Yep. Um, but here's the thing. I mean, yes, I guess get it's like, you know, the whole Christian thing of witches and whatnot because of the Puritans. But according to the Bible, God created everybody in his image. So God is a witch. Well, warlock, <laughs> I guess. So I see, my daughter's obsessed with the witches in the Salem witch trials. Like her, one of her favorite places to go is Salem. And she's obsessed with witches and paganism. That's like her thing right now. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, Maybe. Uh, still doesn't so. think so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, it's like Satanism. They're not actually like, they don't actually like Satan. I mean, maybe right, some no, of them do, but trust me, I had to have that argument all the time when I was, a, you know, people, all these rumors about me and me being a devil worshiper. It's like, I don't even believe in the devil. Uh, everybody said I was a devil worshiper. Oh, man. <laughs> so Lovejoy agrees with Nedwin, uh, but says they have more witches to burn. Okay. And so Lovejoy and the townspeople gather at the chapel and Pastor Lovejoy is like, brothers and sisters. There is still a witch among us. Quimby's like, <laughs> let us throw open the floor to uh, wild accusations. And Homer's <laughs> like, woohoo! I accuse Goody Flanders. And the crowd murmurs. Skinner's like, I accuse Goody bad wife. And Wiggum's like, uh, we killed her on Sunday. Sychamel, <laughs> well, there must be someone here we can accuse. And Bart, uh, he uses a fake voice, goes, Lisa Samson. And Bart's <laughs> like, or at least like, Bart, quit it. Where it's like, she put a spell on me. And so he walks around as if in a daze. And then he begins to lower his pants. Yep. And Bart must, goes, must <laughs> drop pantaloons. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, March stops Bart from dropping his pantaloons. <laughs> and she goes, let's come to our senses, everyone. This witch hunt is turning into a circus. And so then. <laughs> oh, much, like no. our, much like our government. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so Mo accuses Marge of being a witch. And everyone else agrees with Mo. And this is where we see a Knickerbopple wearing the scarlet letter. 
from the, the a. book Scarlet Honor. Letter A for adultery. Because yep. uh, that's on her chest. Kind yeah. Of her, yeah, that's kind Angel of her new personality. Yeah. And so uh, Marge is like, this is crazy. I'm not a witch. And Goody Kerbopple, ha! Then how come your laundry is always much whiter than mine? Moe's like, oh, I've heard enough. Burn her. <laughs> Jeez. So Quimby tells the angry townspeople not to turn into a mob and that Marge is entitled to due process. And that due process is them having Marge stand at the edge of a cliff. I mean... And- that's a good way to prove if you're a witch. Yeah, ain't I it, guess. Ain't it historically accurate. <laughs> you know, yes. if you drown, you're a Christian. If you survive, <laughs> we kill you. <laughs> yeah, she uh, So Wayne goes, okay, here's how the process works. You sit on the broom, and and we shove you off the cliff. Marge's like, what? Well, hear me out. <laughs> if you're innocent, you will fall to an honorable Christian death. If, however, you are the bride of Satan, you will surely fly your broom to safety. At that point, you will report back here for torture and beheading. <laughs> yeah, because if I'm a witch and you're, you you want to kill me, I'm, yeah, okay, Wiggum. And Skinner's yep. like, tough but fair. Lisa's like, stop. Doesn't the Bible say, judge not, lest ye be judged? And Wiggum's yep. like, yeah, the Bible says lo- lots of things. Pointing at Marge. <laughs> Shover! So, so, so Lisa, well, first, so Lisa said this line, doesn't the Bible say, oh, judge not, lest ye be judged? In Bart's girlfriend yeah. up on the pulpit. So this is not the first time she's used this line. Yeah. Um, and so Lou and Eddie shove her off the cliff. And so, uh, you know, Pastor Lovejoy is like telling the crowd that they've performed the Lord's work and that they have sent a good woman into God's waiting. And before he could say arms, he is cut off when Witch Marge flies back up on a broomstick. Revealing that she yep. is indeed a witch. And by the way, going back to Homer and Lisa's earlier conversation about Homer telling her that sounds like witch talk, Lisa would in fact be part witch. Yep. Because Marge is her mother, assume allegedly. <laughs> well, I would say I would say she yeah. is. So yeah. that would make Lisa part witch. Yep. Yeah. Well, no, 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 no. I mean witch witch is is it's not like a, you know. <laughs> It's, genetically it's religion, uh, yeah it's, uh, well, I, don't know. I mean uh, no. I guess it could be like Judaism if you look at Harry Potter I mean like take Harry Potter for example if you have two like witch and warlock parents your kid's gonna be one as well it's a genetic you know, like at least but, at least if you look at if, if you look at Harry, Harry Potter, Potter it's a, yeah if you look genetic, at Harry Potter it's a genetic one. it's a genetic trait <laughs> I guess in Harry Potter world, yes. But it seems like, <laughs> all right, not that we're getting total nerd conversation now, but it seems like the Simpsons are sitting in Salem witch trials world, meaning our reality. Which oh, would okay, a, all right. Which, which would be a pagan. Uh, yes. Which, which she is flying, so we're all just nerds. We just have a. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And so Marge flies by and laughs like the Wicked Witch of the East from Wizard of Oz, and she looks like it too. Yeah, you know, it's like the Wicked Witch from uh, Oz. And uh, Homer tells, all right, everyone, let's not jump to conclusions. Because, you know, <laughs> oh, my God. It, it was a great McDonald's toy, too, when they did the Simpsons. Oh. Or was it Burger King when they did the, the I didn't know they Meal did toys, or the Kids Mill toys? Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, this is also another Funko Pop. Um, yep. 
witch Marge. And so Bart reacts to seeing Marge as a witch. And he goes, well, I'll be a son of a witch. Yes, <laughs> so, yeah. And so Marge hovers over the town, above the townspeople. And she goes, that's right. I'm a witch. And I'm the one who withered your livestock, soured your sheep's milk, and made your shirts itchy. That's a dick move. How dare you make their shirts itchy? <laughs> and uh, Lenny accuses Marge of ruining his turnip crop. Marge's like, no, 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 that wasn't no, no, me. No. That, that was the gophers. <laughs> that was gophers. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Oh, man. And so Wiggum says, that's impossible because they burned all the gophers. And Marge's like, not all of them. And turns Wiggum into a gopher. A giant That's gopher. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, a so, giant so, gopher. I do, I do love that now the Simpsons are uh, turning, got, they got the Beaver Simpsons from uh, oh, yeah. the, the one episode, the uh, spinoff, ep- spin-off, spinoff showcase. And now we yeah. got Gopher Wiggum. They, like, yeah. they must <laughs> like animals with uh, front, front teeth. Front a couple teeth. Um, and so March turns Lou into a fairy princess and Eddie into a snowman. All for right, pushing, for snow, pushing her off the man. cliff. You know, nothing to see here. here. <laughs> <laughs> and Eddie and Lou, uh, you know, send people home. They're like, go home, get out of here. And yeah. Marge's hair explodes into bats to scare away the rest of the townspeople. And Homer screams that the bats are in his hair. <laughs> like, they're in my hair! They're in my hair! <laughs> sure they are, Homer. You know what? I, I literally didn't even think about that joke until this very moment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so we see Patty and uh, Patty and Selma are in their cave in the mountains, stirring a big pot. And Selma declares that it needs more Eye of Newt. And Patty tells <laughs> Selma if she had her way, she'd have Eye of Newt and everything. <laughs> big giant Newt Eye. I, yeah. <laughs> I just love that with witches. Like, that yeah. seems to be like the witch ingredient. Yes. Like, like every time. It's always nude eyes. Yeah. I think, was it in Robin Hood Men of Tights? When, uh, uh yeah. what, what was her name? She yeah. was, like, putting uh, Eye of Newt in uh, in her concoction, too. Shirlene? Sure, uh, it's, like, something Shirley or something. Yeah. I can't remember. It's been a while she was since using, I've seen Robin, Robin Hood I Men know, of Tights. But she was using Eye of Newt as well. Yeah. And so, uh, Marge returns to Se- uh, Selma and Patty. And Selma greets Marge, and she's like, uh, um, "If I uh, Selma's like, if I knew you were coming, I'd have baked a cat, <laughs> not a cake, a cat, yep, a cat. Well, they're witches; they don't they're, eat. Cake. Yes, they're, yes, that's right. And uh, so Marge explains that she found out uh, that uh, she was found out, and she had to leave her family. Patty asks if Marge finally left Durwood, and Marge tells her his name is Homer." And this is a reference to the show Bewitched, when Samantha's mother, Endora, would uh, purposely get Samantha's husband, Darren's name, wrong, because Endor hated Darren. So kind of the same way that that Patty and Selma hate Homer. So that was a a really good pull. I like it. Yeah, I love the the grandma on Bewitched. She was always funny. (laughs) I never watched Bewitched. I've only seen a few episodes. Not not crazy watcher of it. Back in the day, like, you know, all, all that Gomer Powell, Bewitched, you know, I, I, I watched all that stuff because it was on, you know, TBS and T- yep. so there was nothing. No, there was no new shows. Everything was syndicated. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, our dad used to watch uh, the Andy Griffith show a lot. So I watched oh, that yeah, as a kid that growing too. up. 
Um, and uh, the Flanders look out their windows, you know, at the witches because their house can see their uh, <laughs> their cave right from their window. And uh, Maud Flanders like, oh, Nettie, look at them up there plotting our doom. They could force us to commit wanton acts of uh, cruel uh, carnality. carnality. <laughs> <laughs> and Ned Flanders is like, yeah, that'll be the day. <laughs> oh, my God. He, like, mumbles it under his breath, yeah. 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 And uh, Ned tells Maud if they don't fear the witches, because they're they're 35 and way past their life expectancy. Because <laughs> that's when uh, people used to die in the 1600s. So that's kind of a myth that, because, yeah, if you didn't make it out of childbirth, yeah, you probably weren't going to live long. But once you, like, once you kind of got out of your, like, you know, being a baby and into toddler years you are most likely going to live to like 60, 65. Maybe unless that was not around like the time of the, like the, the plague too. Yeah. So you might not make it past 35. The, yeah. plague. Country. the only plague in this country at that time was the white people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, my, my relatives didn't make it out so well, but you know, the, the plague was gone by. by then. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so Maud thinks Ned, uh, Maud asks Ned to think of the children and says she heard that witches go to the house to eat children. And Marge, Patty, and Selma listen in on their conversation through their witches brew. So <laughs> that's what they decided to spy on is, is them. Yeah. And uh, Selma likes the idea of eating children. And Patty says they're going to just swipe their shoes. Uh, we're just going to swipe their shoes. Yeah. <laughs> so sure. Well, we'll eat yeah. their children. Yeah. And, I am new. Yep. Yeah, with I uh, Hey, good idea is a good idea. So the three witches grab their brooms, click their heels, and fly into the night. And the three witches go to the Flanders and knock on the door. <laughs> and then asks, who is it? They're like, witches. <laughs> <laughs> and Maud asks uh, what they want. And Marge says, we're there to eat your children. And now tells them, okay, come on in. And opens the door <laughs> and put, puts a cross in their faces but someone just shoves it aside as they go in because yeah, that's for vampires, not, vampires. not witches. Yeah. And also, if if they thought they were vampires, why invite them in? Because yeah, that's how right. you that's that's how vampires vampires are only allowed to come in your house if they're invited in. So if Ned thought they were vampires, no, no, he rules, didn't think they were vampires. He well, no, thought no, no. He, he thought that the cross was going to hurt them because they're witches. Sure, he thought the same rules applied. Basically, yes, yes, and. uh so Ned tells, um, yeah, they shove him aside and say, uh, Patty and Salma take Rod and Todd and the three witches start to walk away. And Ned asks Maud to do something because <laughs> Flanders can't do anything. Correct. And Maud offers the witches gingerbread children. It's like, they're boneless. <laughs> and the witch is like, ah, that's a good idea. I don't have to deal with bones. And they decided to spare Rod and Todd for the cookies. Yep. Yeah. And the witches uh, go to Wiggum's next. Uh, as the, they leave, Ralph thanks the witches for not eating him. Yeah, <laughs> thanks for not eating me. And uh, Chief Wiggum, uh, still in his gopher form, sticks his head out. He goes, you hags are all right. <laughs> still, still with the slurs, though. Yep. So he doesn't like him that much. Um, and so uh, the witches stop to look in their bags to see what they got. Marge's like, I got a candied apple. And Patty's like, I got a caramel cod. And it's just a fish <laughs> covered caramel. in caramel. 
Jesus. Oh, that's gross. I want, that is, I want to try gross. it, oddly enough. You just want to try it? <laughs> See, here's you know, the like, thing. It, I I think it would taste good if you cooked it. I'm it, sure it yeah, was cooked. Yeah. You know, like, you know, you do a honey glaze on something, yeah. or a, a nut glaze, a caramel glaze on fish could be yeah. actually really good. Ah, <laughs> yeah. that, might, that might be good. Yeah, and so Selma says scaring people into giving them treats is fun. <laughs> They're like, we should do this every year. And Marge is like, yeah, my only regret, though, is eating the children before we got to the Flanders. <laughs> <laughs> and then Marge burps like Homer. She's like, Bruh. <laughs> oh my god yeah so they they were eating children before they got to the flanders but i like i like how they were spying on the flanders yeah we are to assume they went to the flanders first <laughs> correct but uh but but just like trick-or-treaters they start with the first house and go down so the flanders wasn't the first house on the block correct, start with right. the first house on the block yeah we don't know what first house they went to no we don't and so the sea captain tells the audience He's like, that was the story of the first caramel cod, uh, I mean, <laughs> Halloween. <laughs> uh, and so he says it didn't take long for this annual custom to be a yearly tradition, uh, which is obviously <laughs> redundant by saying annual custom and yearly tradition. Um, so that, so now we see uh, kids dressed up. Uh, Nelson is uh, dressed as the devil. Jimbo is in a skeleton costume. And Lisa and Ralph are Native Americans. Yeah. So funny thing is, so during the first scene, you know, it appears that Luann Van Houten is burned at the stake along with Agnes Skinner and Miss Hoover. Yet she is seen later during Marge's transformation again, dressed as an angel among the trick-or-treaters. So maybe she is a witch. Maybe yeah. she's an angel. Or now <laughs> she's an angel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so uh, Homer, who is dressed up like Genie from I Dream of a Genie. Which is, is great. Uh, He's uh, and Bart's like a pirate, if I remember correctly. Uh, yeah. So, and, but also during the final scene, Nelson could be seen dressed as the devil, as you said. Jimbo I already dressed said that. as a skeleton. But Flanders, yep. Oh. But Flanders has a shepherd costume on, and Rod and Todd portray sheep. Yeah, yep. yeah that makes sense. Um, and so Homer uh, throws eggs at someone's house. We don't know <laughs> whose. And Homer yells at the people in the house to give him candy, and he like. Get, nails one of the eggs through the windows and Lisa's like dad you're yelling at our house <laughs> and so the townspeople laugh at Homer and so Homer accuses Lisa of being a witch and the townspeople <laughs> chase after Lisa technically Lisa could be a witch because of Marge but at the same time why would they chase after her They're, I thought they were good now with the witches yeah no yeah. I think I think the, they forgot about it because of the trick or treating and Homer just put it back in their head. Like, oh, wait, we're supposed to burn witches. Yeah. So that was Easy Bake Coven. Um, obviously, normal on a normal episode, we would you know do a character profile and a rating. Obviously, it's a Halloween episode. So instead, we'll each pick our favorite one. Uh, Nick, which one was your favorite? Mm. Um, probably Omega Man. Okay. Probably Omega Man. Yep. Just because I just there's some classic lines in there that still keep in my head all the time, and just having a uh, solely Homer episode, I, I, I tend to enjoy. Yeah. Oh sure, yeah, Homer episodes are great. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's some good lines in there. Just you know, not, not real close second would be the Easy Bake Coven. Oh okay. So Steve? for me, I like uh, I like Fly vs. Fly. 
that has always been one of my favorite Trials of Horror episodes. I like the transporter. I always wish I yeah. had one. Um, <laughs> Bart turning into a fly. Bart turning into a fly no, is great. The character that would be my favorite character from the whole episode. In fact, like I was yes. saying, that one one guy is my favorite. I, I've even back in the day was going to consider getting a Treehouse of Horror sleeve. You know, oh, when I was, oh, cool. uh, and I, I was going to get him on there, but uh, the ed- episode wise. Yeah. No, 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 I like the garage sale. The garage sale, I mean, it's just great because I love going to them and I like seeing all the prices on the table and, <laughs> you know, debating on if I want to pay for, you know, something so cheap that's just so basic. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to make it an even split because um, I did not like Easy Bake Coven the best. Um, I have to agree with Nick. <laughs> the, uh, the whole Mega Man is probably my favorite as well. It's just, it's a great little story. You know, you have the nuclear fallout and then the stuff before where Quimby is making fun of the French because it's such easy pickings to uh, make fun of the French. Um, hey, you know then... what, though? Hopefully we don't have a uh, Simpsons predicted it and the French are the ones that start the <laughs> nuclear. <laughs> that would be oh my that God. would be the worst. That would be although, that would be although, although, No one would expect that. <laughs> no, but al- although we would all be dead, so we wouldn't be able to be like, oh, the Simpsons predicted it. I <laughs> know uh, we, uh, we would for eight minutes. You know, yeah, oh, right, right, right. <laughs> That'd be like one of the last things out in social media. <laughs> Simpsons did it. They predicted the French it. to kill us all. Uh, but yeah, it's it's a really good episode. Um, it's got a lot of funny lines. I love the comic book guy little segment where he's like, "Oh, I've wasted my life." Yeah, um, that's why I picked. That's why it's to me like it has these so many memorable lines packed into yeah. one short segment. Yeah, so it's sure. it's definitely definitely my favorite. Um, so yeah. That's it for me. All right. So like we did last uh, couple Trios of Horrors, um, we're all Funko Pop collectors here and we all collect the Trios of Horror Funko Pops. Now, this episode has, <laughs> a, has lot. a lot of them. They have Flybart. Yeah. Oh, they have which... Witch Marge. They have Homer in the I Dream of Genie costume. Um, I don't What is that it? Yeah, this... I think so. Okay. I think that's it. So those ones have already been created. So you can't say those. But okay. if you could... Pick another Trios of Horror from this episode. What would it be? I'll go first. So I think we need a Trios of Horror, uh, orange, Santa's Little Helper, Snowball Head. Ha, that'd be funny. That's a that good would one. be I funny. Think yeah. I would love that Funko. Because we don't have, a, first of all, we don't have a Santa's Little Helper Funko Pop. No. Nope. We don't have a Snowball Funko Pop. Correct. So doing those Both together yeah. as a Funko Pop, that's, what, that's my choice. Um, man, honestly, I think here's the thing. Mine's going to be a moment. Okay. And the moment is when Homer steps out from the bomb shelter, eating the can <laughs> of steak with a skeleton hermit, <laughs> and then the bomb shelter sitting right. I want to see that you know, as a moment. You, a mo- another good moment would be him on the couch with his arm in the transporter and arm into the refrigerator. <laughs> No, no, no. That, 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 that would take that, that actually. That shouldn't be a Funko Pop. That should be bookends. Oh no, you're right. Ooh, I, that would, that. I think that'd, that'd be a good. Ends. I think that would be a good Man. bookends. Um, I'm so. I would either if I had to pick one individual figure, I have one, and if I had to pick a set, I have one. Okay. If okay. I, one individual figure. I don't know because I re- would be uh, Chief Wiggum as the giant gopher. All right, that, that would be yes. great. Yeah, that'd, that'd be, be a good one. But, but that's the one that I thought of immediately. But then I was like, "Wait, but Lou and um, Lou yeah, is the snowman. 
and yeah. yeah, and Eddie is the fairy. So two pack would be would be that would be that would be Those great as well. My initial thought was Chief Wiggum as a gopher would be hysterical. <laughs> nice. That would be great. Yeah, that would be pretty good. All right, what do you got, Robert? Oh, you already said yours. Never mind. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right, guys. So this was fun. Thanks again, Nick, for coming on to another Treehouse of Horror episode. I'll it's fantastic. It's, it's, a yeah. fa- it's a fun time with Nick the Morgue Morgan on a Treehouse of Horror Simpsons Hit podcast. So, um, Nick. I don't know if you have anything you'd like to promote or anything like that. Tell our uh, good listeners to go out and watch. Um, if you want, you can definitely plug it now. Uh, not really. You can you, you can look for a, if if you have Arrow streaming service, which is a you know a independent and horror movie themed streaming service. A lot of our movies are on there. Um, just you can search for a uh, Brian Lenano. Uh, TV. We have our own little chapter, our own little section on Arrow. So if you check okay. those out, I worked on every one of those movies, and they're all just me and my friends having fun. Um, that's it. That's all I got to promote. Oh, and there's a really awesome podcast. If you haven't heard it, it's a really detailed, really funny. Uh, Simpsons did it podcast is pretty cool. <laughs> I, you know, I tend to follow that one. That's it. Awesome. <laughs> Thanks for, no, Thank that's great. I, lo- I love the plug. All right, guys. Yeah. So you can find us on Instagram, The Simpsons Did It Pod. Our Facebook is finally back up and running after all of our shenanigans we've had with Facebook. It's The Simpsons Did It Podcast or at The Simpsons Did It Podcast. You can search that on Facebook. If you guys have liked or... You got it back? Got it back. Awesome. So so we're starting at zero. So just to let you guys know, we're starting at zero. We only have eight followers now maybe 10 because we're just trying to get everyone back if you follow oh. it on the old one you follow it on the old one make sure to follow on the new one we want to build up right. our subscribers you'll know all the giveaways we do we'll know all the uh um just the content um and all of that that'll be on our facebook page now and instagram so follow us on instagram and facebook uh if you like to listen to our podcast uh obviously if you already listened to it you already might have a podcast uh service but we're on all of them, Apple, iTunes, uh, YouTube Music, Spotify, um, Pandora, iHeartRadio, all of them. If you guys uh, can, make sure to hit the follow button on Apple and Spotify. Leave us a rate and review on them. Let us know how we're doing. We always like to know feedback. If you'd like, you can email us at simpsonsdidipod at gmail.com. And if you'd like to give us a phone call, you can give us a call at 612-584-0986. And leave us a voicemail message and we'll make sure to tell everyone what you said or have that conversation on the podcast. So until next time, I'm Steven the Sith Skolansky. And I'm Robert the Rebel Skolansky. And this has been The Simpsons Did It.